The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to It's Absolutely All About You with your host, Eileen Nunez. Our program is based on Eileen's book of the same name, Today, you'll learn about the greatness that lives within you and how to bring that greatness forth to live a most successful and rewarding life. Now, here's Eileen Nunez. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Eileen. Great to have you on um, voiceamerica.com again. Um, Last week's show was wonderful. I had great feedback. A lot of people calling in, a lot of people emailing, a lot of questions um, about the forgiveness letter and which if everybody who tuned in or listened after the fact knows that it was something that I that I highly encouraged is for everybody to take some time and write at some point a forgiveness letter to somebody who had hurt them in the past and most importantly for the forgiveness letter to yourselves, which you know, obviously when you're healing and when you feel good about yourself, it seems like everything begins to align with that same energy and with that same emotion. And so today we're going to be going into the first chapter of my book, It's Absolutely All About You. And um, we broke down a little bit in detail last week what it's all about, you is really all about in terms of how important and empowering it is to be able to take responsibility and charge of your own life. And decide that the things that happened in the past or the people around you um, that may want to control in some in some way or another that they don't get to take your power away unless you give that permission. And so helping you through this journey that we call life in this very empowering, beautiful time of our lifetimes where we get to take charge of our life, feel more empowered, feel more, feeling more aligned, knowing that we all love to feel great and love to feel happy. That that's um, that's really the goal of what this book is all about, and and me being able to help out at so many different levels, each one of you to finally get what it is that you need to feel better about, in order for you to be able to move forward and come out of that place of feeling stuck or feeling like your life isn't what you've intended it to be, and so you can begin to have a more clear picture of what your dreams are, what your purpose is all about, and how you are intending to get from point A to point B. And so that is what I'm here to facilitate. That is what I'm here to empower each one of you to be able to do and to really come to a place of self-love and self-acknowledgement that everything that has happened in your life has not all been bad or even the things that were bad um, happened for whatever reason. Sometimes we say that they were necessary. It's really hard to believe that sometimes though because some of the things that we've experienced aren't really that good. But if we can at least come to terms with it's formed who I am today and if I get to love this person that I have created for the past number of years that you've been 
here on this earth, then you get to at least allow yourself the options of feeling good and feeling happy and living your life with the intention that you want to be better and feel better today than you used to. And so going into the first chapter, which is guilt, and um, one of the things that when I'm working with clients one-on-one or if I'm working in a workshop or with groups, one of the things that I uh, point out is how we've all decided, because I think that everybody, even small children, have this emotion of guilt. And it's like we've made this, the decision that we're going to carry around guilt like it's a trophy. Like it's something that we're all supposed to have and um, it's interesting because sometimes even working or being in groups with moms or women or just being in groups in general where everybody is just talking and commenting on all the sacrifices that they make in their life for their children, their spouses, their significant others, their parents, um, whether it's a sacrifice or whether they feel that this is what they're supposed to and they have to do because if not, they feel guilty that they haven't. So we've, we've really been programmed in a very negative way, and that's really what this chapter is all about is, in all honesty, it's really a deprogramming of what we have been taught since we're little. That carrying guilt around and comparing, well, I, it's almost like I'm more guilty than you. Like, let me show you how guilty I am. Let me show you how much guilt I carry around. And, and you hear this comparison amongst people and it's it's really shocking when you just step when you're just standing back and you're listening because we're really giving so much time, attention, and energy to something that is so detrimentally harmful for each and every one of us. And so going into the the chapter a little bit and going into some of the points that I felt were necessary or important to bring up today, um, when we understand that that guilt is an emotion that we have a choice to either take on or decide, you know what, rather than feeling guilty about the situation, let me see what other emotion I can tap into rather than feeling like this is my only choice because this is what I was taught. And, you know, this is what my mom or my dad or my grandparents or my cousin, this is what they told me that I had to do when I'm not, you know, when I'm thinking that it is all about me or when I think that, you know, I've got to take care of myself today because, I don't know, you have a hair appointment or just because you're feeling sick or because you decided, you know what, I'm not going to work today because I just want to take a me day. Well, when we do things like that, we tend to feel guilty. And it's almost like we have to explain to everybody around us and justify what it is exactly that we're doing because the norm is that we're supposed to carry around the medal of guilt. And we're supposed to keep it really close to our heart and really, you know, like an armor, like just something that we can carry around like a coat, like something that embraces and, and just takes over us. And so when we start breaking down what guilt means to each and every one of us, because I know it's an emotion that we each experience. And one of the things that I'm really, really encouraging is I'd love to hear from all of you, whether through email, whether through the website, whether by phone. It's really important that if you're taking the time and dedication to listen to the show today is that you realize that you're listening to the show because it's something that is going to help you. You're tapping into this information now because this information is necessary for you to get over something that you're struggling with or over something that perhaps you've never given time and attention to. So realizing that it's all perfectly aligned and all you need to do is grab a piece of paper and start jotting little notes. 
things that make you feel guilty, you can start today, you can end next week, you can end next month, it doesn't matter, but just so that you begin to know yourselves enough and you realize how empowering it is when you recognize and you know what are the things in your life that don't make you feel good? Because we all know when we're feeling it, but sometimes then that becomes an anger. That becomes a level of frustration. We feel like we're out of control. We take it out at everybody around us. We actually sometimes even begin to have physical symptoms and become sick. So this is definitely a very empowering, a very powerful, very important part that if you're listening in, whether you're tuning in today or you decide that you need to tune in another day because you're not um, available right now at five o'clock, which is perfectly okay, that you at least give yourselves the opportunity, give yourself the gift of you, give yourself the gift of saying, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this on. It's not even, it's it's not costing anything. It's it's really all about you just taking the time and attention to realize what are some of the emotions that I am carrying that maybe I don't want to carry anymore. And like I said a little while ago, many times we don't know where they're coming from. So I'm going to break down what some of these are in the different points that I put together for my um for my book. And one of the things that we realize is how much guilt affects us because we hold back expressing our true emotions like it's okay to say I just don't I don't want to go to that birthday party I don't want to go to that event Um, when I was there the last time I didn't have a good time and sometimes when we want to do things like that we're looked down upon and we feel like no I've got to go it's the right thing to do which is okay that it's the right thing to do so long as you're not making it something negative for yourself, because that's really where it becomes harmful to you. Another thing that, I, that I've pointed out is when it makes us feel that we have done something wrong or something bad to someone else. So the guilt of feeling that we're actually intending to harm somebody else, that the, the level of guilt that we carry when we think that we're bad people or that we're doing something wrongful Towards someone else is something that hurts you so deeply because it's almost like you're just a bad person and no one ever wants to feel like a bad person. It's interesting because when I when I bring that up, it comes to mind a story that I have when I was um, when I was working more with children, small children actually, uh, a few years back. One child came into my office, a little boy actually. He was four years old, cute as can be, and he was coming in and and. I mean, four years old, you know, coming into therapy is like, okay, (laughs) what's going on with you? And um, when he told me, well, I'm in here because I'm a bad boy because my teacher says that I don't behave good and I'm bad. I just, I mean, I, I couldn't hold back from just, no, you're not. And, you know, I wanted to embrace him and I brought the mom in and I was like, you know, how could this child, he's four years old, go through life thinking he's bad because he's not staying in a seat and he talks when he's not supposed to. And so, again, it's this, you know, you are bad and, and how dare you and making us feel ashamed for just being, you know, sometimes maybe not the correct behavior, but within within itself, it's not a wrong behavior. It's not intended to hurt. So when 
when I'm bringing this up and in and, and that story, it was it was really cute the way that we were able to speak to the teacher and kind of help her with her language, not only with him, but obviously with the class. And um, and it was it was so powerful because she even decided that she was going to change her behavioral chart in the class. And rather than having sad faces for every time that the children did something wrong, it was a change of color and it was it was something a little bit more empowering. So she would she would use color rather than using a sad face or a frown or tears in, in a, on, on, on a face. And so all of this is something that we all get to transition through. And we've all been in the situation where we feel that we did something awful to somebody else. And the guilt really begins to consume us to a point that guilt is one of those emotions that can really shut us down. And it could really retreat us from just living life and having the different experiences just because we then tend to hold back not knowing, well, if I'm going to hurt this person or if I'm a bad person or if I'm just mean and cruel, then I'm just going to hold back and I'm not going to integrate and I'm not going to share who I am and I'm not going to share spending time with the people that I love or people that that I like spending time with. So again, we want to be very cautious and we want to be very attentive. And more than anything, what I want to build is awareness that when you're doing this, you want to you want to understand where is this coming from? You know, is this a guilt that I'm carrying around since I'm three? Is this a guilt that I um, incurred after I had children? Is this a guilt that I have now that my parents are elderly? And you want to be able to work through that. And you want to be able to really assess where it is that you have to feel bad about yourself in order to do something good. Because the reality is, is it doesn't make sense. It's not in alignment. It's not something that is synchronized. Why? Because if in order for you to feel good, you have to make other people feel bad. Or if in order for you to feel good that you're doing something good for you, you have to feel guilty. Then at that point, you've got to reassess. You've got to understand, okay, where, where am I doing this? Where is this coming from? Whose voice am I hearing in my head? Um, which is something so powerful when we go through certain situations in our life, particularly with guilt. And, and the reason why I'm stressing guilt so much today, and actually why it's the first chapter of my book, is because I believe that through guilt, we have a lot of the other emotions. I believe that through guilt, we become frustrated and angry. And through guilt, we obviously become very resentful towards those people that instilled the guilt and, and, you know, again, it's it's a teaching. We all learned from, from being little. We all learned from our teachers, from our parents, from the elderly um, around us while we were growing up. And so the reason why guilt was that emotion and was the first chapter of my book is because through there, we begin to feel so many other emotions, including even sadness and depression. Many times we depress or we feel depressed because you know, how dare I feel good about myself or how dare I feel happy when perhaps my parents aren't doing so well or my kids are not okay or there's something going on in the world. You know, how dare I go and have a retreat or how dare I go for a massage or, I don't know, just go on a vacation perhaps um, while there's so many bad things going on. And, and I remember even, you know, being young and coming from a Cuban Hispanic culture where it was it was so common that we could hear our grandparents and our parents say you need to eat all the food that's on your plate because there's people in Cuba or in other countries that don't have any and so again I mean this is something it was it's so natural that this happens to us and it's something so commonplace that we could all relate to this 
we could all relate to this feeling of guilt and to this emotion. And so something else that I um, that I wanted to bring up in terms of the guilt and so that we can continue to, to go into it and break it down a little bit more is that when we understand that it comes from burden or that this feeling of guilt is something that weighs us down, if we realize where in our body we're feeling this, because again, what I'm trying to help each and every one of you do is come in tune and come into contact with who you really are. The, the, the reality of, of the goal in this whole project and in the purpose of this book is to help each and every one of us be able to connect to our true essence. Well, guess what? Our true essence is who we were when we were little. That's the person that came into this world with, with an alignment to a purpose, to a light, to, to being the best that we can be. And so that does come with feeling good and feeling happy and joyful and being free to just be who we are. And it does come with being silly sometimes and being giddy and, and just being reckless sometimes and perhaps not following all the rules. So going back to that true essence of who you really are and understanding that through life and through life's journey, these emotions have really taken such a toll on you that there's going to be certain areas in your body that are breaking down. Um, you might feel, you might feel for one that you get headaches frequently, or you might feel pressure in your chest. A lot of people come into the office and tell me, Eileen, I have panic attacks and anxiety, and I'm not really sure where they're coming from. And of course, this is accumulation of so many different emotions that We've decided to carry on, like I said at the beginning, like a metal jacket, like like we're wearing a star on our chest, like we want, you know, to wear this hat, like this crown looks beautiful on me. So I'm going to continue to wear it, but it's weighing us down. And so the different parts of our body that are getting impacted, it's very important and very necessary. That's why I'm so much encouraging you each to write what these guilts are because then the next part of the program or the next part of that is where in the body or where in your body do you particularly feel this so that you understand yourself enough and that way you can begin to shift it and you can come out of this negative feeling and so we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a break um i just um we'll be coming back in a few probably a couple minutes and we can continue on this on this great topic today Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. 
There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here, Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned into It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, everybody. We're back. So talking a little bit more, um, going into a little bit further, the different types of guilt that we carry around and what exactly that is doing to our physical body and the different physical symptoms that we begin to incur because we're carrying this guilt with us. One of the things that I wanted to go into a little bit further and a little bit deeper is for those parents out there. And the reason why I stress parents is because we become or try to become parents just like our parents. (laughs) A lot of times we'll say, no, I don't want to be like her. I'll never do what my mom did to me. I'll never do what my parents or my dad. I will never be that kind of mom or dad. And then we find out that Maybe we're not exactly like them, but a lot of things that we tend to do to our own kids are things that we learned from home. And so one of the things that I know that we all begin to carry around with that is this level of guilt that taking time to be on break or taking time away from the kids or from the home or from the chores that come with a home, that a lot of times we are so hard on ourselves and we tend to really just begin to become our own parents, where we feel like everything needs to come through sacrifice. Um, I remember even my in my own experience when I was pregnant with my first child, how I was told by my aunts and my mom that I would never, ever be able to sleep the mornings again. <laughs> and it hit me so hard. I was already pregnant, obviously, so at that point there was no turning back. Um, but it was, it was so interesting because that was the conception. And in all honesty, that's exactly what I decided I was going to do. And so not only having one child, but having four kids, four kids later, guess what? The bags under the eyes begin to show. And so one of the things that I have learned through this own process and journey, which I've had to undergo in order to be better for, for myself and really to be able to show others by my own example 
how great it is to live a fulfilled, happy, joyous life, was to be able to come to terms with where did I get all this information? Where is it that in my own life it was so necessary to model and mimic a behavior that I could tell from my own experience that my mom or my aunts or my grandparents really were not okay doing it this way and that I was going to intend to do it that way anyway, why would I would I do that knowing and having the information that it was going to be harmful to me? It's almost like it became part of the culture. It was almost like that's how I became or was accept, accepted by my own family of origin. You know, this is what my mom did. This is what my aunt did. This is what my, my grandmother did. So I've got to do the same thing. It's almost like passing down. Um, it's almost like passing down a great recipe. You just got to make it with the exact ingredients that was being passed down to you. Don't add anything else and don't take away from the ingredient because then it's not it's not perfect. And so when we understand that a lot of this information that was inherited that we took in as really great, obedient individuals that we are, um, that it's okay today. It is okay today. And I'm stressing that because it comes with you being able to give yourselves the your, your permission to say, you know what? I used to be that way and I used to do it that way, but you know what? It's hurting me and I'm not liking the way my, my body feels. I'm not liking the way my emotions uh, press against my chest or, I, or I'm not liking what this is doing to me in general. I feel frustrated and angry at times and not, not really knowing where this is coming from. Well, the good news is that when you realize and you're in tune with this isn't good for me, then you get to change it. And really, that's what empowerment is all about, is to be able to go deep within and say, you know what, I remember being four, five, seven years old and just being happy, you know, it didn't matter. And, and it's not really just the bills and it's not really the stress of work. It was just being just being able to be you and just being able to accept whatever was around you, you know, if it was snowing outside, okay, if it was raining, well, it's okay, if they turned off the lights because we didn't pay the electricity. It's okay. And so as a child, we have the tendency to be able to to just deal much better, much, much better than when we become an adult. And so as we're talking about how this affects us physically, and we understand that as much as we wanted to be loyal to our families and loyal to all the information that we learned growing up, the most important and the most empowering thing that you can do today, that you can teach your children to do today, is to take ownership and to take their power back and to be able to say, you know what, I was that way and it worked, it worked for a little while or it worked sometimes and it didn't work all the times, but today I choose to do it different because today I want to live a different life. I want to be able to actually connect to those dreams, passions, purpose of who I really am. I really want to go back to that true essence of being me. And if that means that I don't have to wear the guilt and I don't have to wear that armor and that metal around like it's a trophy, then it's okay because Really what you're doing is that you're honoring yourself enough and you're loving yourself enough. And in all honesty, if you went back and you spoke to your mom, your aunt, your grandmother, your grandparents, your parents, and you asked them, you know, what would you really want for me in my life? What would you really want for me to do when I grow up? And I promise you 99.9% 
probably 100%. Other are just going to say, I just want you to be happy. I want to see a smile on your face. I want to know that you are so happy with your life that however that shows up for you, that's what I want. And it's interesting because when I have people in my office, a lot of times what I'll, what I'll ask the parents is, if you were if you were given the advice, if you're giving the advice to your child, okay, that you want for them, what it is exactly that you want for them, and they tell me, no, what I want is I want them to be happy. I want them to choose any career. I want them to feel fulfilled. I want them to be connected to their true essence. I want all the best for them. And so my next question is, then why aren't you doing that for you? Because our children and our family and our loved ones learn by what we model. And for us to be there and scold them, tell them, reiterate to them, remind them, all of these things that we're not applying to ourselves is very confusing for a child. Because in all honesty, they're looking at us. They're watching. They're just lurking to see, okay, if she did it this way, then I want to learn to do it like that. Remember, that's what we did. That's where we ended up here is because we, as much as we didn't want to be what our parents wanted for us or what or how it was that they were approaching it, we ended up a lot of times doing it very similar to them. And so what I'm really leaving each and every one of you today is this ability to try to run your life with the same advice you give to your kids. We all give great advice. We're, I mean, we're, we're key. Everybody should be a counselor, a therapist, a doctor. Everybody should be a coach out there because we all give great advice. The power is in the advice that we give ourselves. The power is in being able to say to us, I choose not to carry the baggage, the metal, the armor of guilt with me anymore. Because at the end of the day, All that has done is brought stress, it's brought sadness, it's brought frustration, it's brought resentment, and you know what? Life is short, and and, and without it sounding cliche, because we hear this all the time, it's something that we're supposed to be enjoying, we're supposed to be here having, again, it's called a journey, because it's supposed to be fun, it's like a vacation, we're supposed to be preparing for this, we're supposed to be enjoying every step of the way, it's not just, you know, getting from here to Colorado, if you're going on a trip, or getting from here to Paris, it's the trip, it's the journey, it's getting on the plane, it's planning, it's what are you going to eat, where are you going to go, where are you going to sightsee, what are you going to enjoy when you're there, how are you going to come back, how are you going to feel, when are you going to plan to go out, or to go away again and so begin to treat your life like it's a journey like it's a vacation like it's something that you look forward to not something that you wake up on sun on saturday or sunday and and you say oh my goodness tomorrow's monday i can't stand monday monday we go back to work the kids go back to school and and a lot of times that's what we do i get a lot of calls on sunday where people are, you know, I, I need to see you tomorrow, Eileen. Monday is like the busiest day in my office because Sunday is that day that we're reminded that Monday we go back to life. Monday we go back to a routine. And so when are you going to change that? When are you going to make it better? When are you going to begin to take the advice that you give to your kids that, again, you extend beautifully? I'm sure you all do. I, I'm certain that you all do. Start to apply. Listen to your words. And we spoke about that last week. We spoke about the power of the words that we use. And begin to listen to what are the messages that you're giving to your kids? 
how is it that you can begin to follow your own advice, to begin to follow your own messages? And so when we're looking at the different parts of our body where we've decided we're going to accumulate all this guilt and we're going to start making ourselves sick, little by little, as you're writing, you're going to begin to feel a sense of ease, a sense of inner peace. Your shoulders are going to begin to drop. You're going to feel like your heart feels like you can breathe again, like you can breathe deeply again. You're going to feel that the tension in your head is actually easing off, that it doesn't feel so tight around the temples, that the back of your neck feels a little bit more relaxed. Why? Because that's where we begin to store all of these emotions. And like I said at the beginning, because guilt is so connected to so many of the other emotions that deteriorate us and break us down, when we come to terms with, I don't want to carry the guilt around, I'm going to begin to shift this and I'm going to begin to change this for myself, then at that point, your body begins to come to a place where it feels better, where you feel that even if you're trying to diet or lose weight, you feel like the inches are pretty, they're coming off. Like it doesn't feel like I'm just holding on to everything. I'm not internalizing that these emotions don't have to hurt me, that these emotions, and I'm not saying that they're not going to show up. Okay, I'm I'm being very clear. They will show up, but you have the power to turn it away. You have the power, and I know each and every one of you out there has the power to say, no, I'm not going to feel that today. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm getting that tension headache again. Yes, I'm feeling the palpitations in my chest, but you know what? I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to take a deep inhale. I'm going to exhale, and little by little with my own breath, I'm going to begin to feel better. And guess what, everybody, when you start to do that, whenever this feeling of guilt begins to show up, because you start to feel so much better about yourself, so much better about the emotions that you're processing, so much better about your day-to-day life, at that point, you're going to want more of the same. Because when we're feeling great, we all want to continue to feel great. And in this feeling of greatness, what happens? When those negative emotions come up, you're going to begin to little by little shy away from them. I don't want to feel that, that I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel sad today. I've decided I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to wake up today. I'm going to have a happy day all day long. And again, at, like I said last week, at the beginning, it sounds like we're just lying to ourselves. Okay. Let's be very real here. It sounds like we're just kidding. Okay. And we're playing this mind game, but guess what? Little by little, it has to shift you. Because little by little, you will be feeling better. And in the feeling better, you know you want more of this than what you used to have. It's like having money in your account. And you know that you have, I don't know, an extra $1,000 that you can play with. And you have these extra $1,000. Well, guess what? Your feelings when you have that extra $1,000 isn't the same as to when you're low $1,000. And I know that you can all agree with me on this. And so when you know that you have feelings for this new emotion and that it's just making you look more radiant, uh, your skin looks better, your hair is shinier, your, your body feels thin and you feel more lightweight and you feel like you can breathe again and you feel like when you go outside, you want to smell the flowers and you want to take a look at, you know, what a beautiful sky we have today. Even on a rainy day, thank goodness it's raining. It feels so good that it's raining today that we can begin to make those shifts little by little. You will become that new person that you've intended to be. That is where you get to have that life that you've always dreamed of. That is where you begin your journey to greatness, which is really what 
the whole purpose of me writing this book is all about is connecting to that true essence of just being great and feeling this greatness from within. And guess what? When you go somewhere, people will notice and they're going to ask you, what did you do? What are you doing different? You're taking vitamins. Tell me what they are. I want to know. I want to do what you're doing because you look so much better and you feel so much better that I want what you have. And that's how you begin to share with humanity, with the universe, being better than you used to be and feeling better than you used to feel. And when you begin to do that, guess what? That's what your kids are going to pick up. So as a mom and a dad, as parents, grandparents out there, I am telling you this works. I'm sharing with each and every one of you from the bottom of my soul that this is so empowering and this is something that will shift you and you will see a change in your kids and in your grandkids. You will see them bright. You will see them smiling more. You will see them less worried and concerned and stressed about school because they're going to feel like, I got this. This is okay. I can do this. This feels great. Like, okay, I got a C, but you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to get an A. And the empowerment and the shift in their energy, which is obviously going to feed off of yours, is going to be significant. So if you don't see it at first in you, you're definitely going to see it in your kids. You're definitely going to see it in your loved ones. Your people will be asking you, well, what are you doing different? I want what you did. And that's how you begin. And that's how we all begin to share with you, with the universe, with humanity, being better and feeling better than we used to. And really, in all honesty, isn't that the most beautiful purpose that we can all that we can each and every single one of us have is just to make a difference. Isn't that what this is all about? Isn't that what this journey is? What is your legacy? What are you leaving behind when people talk about you? What are they going to say? They're going to say that you were here and that you made a mark, that you were here and you made everybody around you better just by being in your presence. And that's the power that each and every one of you has. And that's the power of this book that I have put together is to remind each and every one of you of your greatness. Because when we lose sight of that, we get sick. When we lose sight of that, we forget what we're really intended to be here to do. And when we lose sight of that, guess what? As much as you want to be a great mommy and daddy, you can't because you don't have the energy. You don't have the strength. You don't have the love within you to be able to project it and give it away because you're not feeling good. You're stuck. You're vibrating at a very low level of energy. And you know what? Nobody wants to be around somebody who vibrates low. Everybody wants to be around someone who feels good. Everyone wants to be around someone who shines. And so as we continue to talk about the different areas of your body that are being affected, the different areas of your life, we've talked about your physical body, we've talked about your kids and loved ones. One of the things that I want to begin to tap into a little bit also today is feeling that you've deserved to feel this way about yourself. So many times, I want to say every day, this is an issue that I address, is people feeling undeserving and unworthy of having it all. And I say that and really people just look away like, you know, what do you mean I can have it all? What do you mean I can have a great life? Who said that? Like, who are you talking to, Eileen? Like, is there anybody else in this room? Because it seems so impossible and improbable that it belongs to us. And again, this is something that we have allowed. This is something that we have created and that we 
chose for ourselves. And so I'm telling each and every one of you today that you have the power within you to become better, to become stronger, to feel good about yourselves, to connect to that greatness and to that inner wisdom and to that voice that tells you that you can do it just like you guys use this information to propel and to empower and to promote your own children and the people around you that you love so dearly. Really, it's about time that you begin to apply it to you. It's, this is your time. It's a great time in your life. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what's happened in your life. It just matters that you're here today. And because you're here today, this is a very predominant message for each and every one of you to finally be able to take charge of your lives and feel empowered and feel strong again, to be able to have that life that you've always dreamt of. Many times I speak to people and I ask them, what did you want to be when you grow up? That's such a powerful, that's such a powerful question. Who did you want to be? What did you want to be? What happened? What happened with that plan? When did you decide you couldn't be that anymore? Or maybe you changed your mind. Okay, I'll take that. But what were you thinking? Like, who were you when you were little that you thought that being that when you grew up was going to make you a better person? And where is it that that dream got shattered for you? And this is so powerful. This is so important because many times when we do that, those are different triggers in our lifetime where we felt broken. And a lot of times, you know what? We came out of that, but we didn't repair wholly. We didn't repair completely. And so there's a part of us that's still shattered. There's a part of us that still hurts. And so now we're giving us ourselves this own punishment of, you know what, I'm not deserving of being that. I'm not worthy of that dream anymore. Now I have children. Now I have scarcity. Now I have uh, college degrees. Now I have, I mean, we're, there's always going to be an excuse. But when you come back and you say, you know what, maybe I won't be what I wanted to be when I was little. Again, I was little. Maybe I didn't want to be that at all. I was just kidding. Um, but in all honesty, when you come back to, okay, what are the points or the different times in my life where I felt shattered or broken and you decided that you were going to wear this armor of guilt? Well, guess what, everybody? At that point, you gave in to the person who hurt you. You gave in to that detrimental, negative, hurtful place that you experienced. And so guess what? Little by little, you continue to feel and it's almost like you're putting yourself through the same suffering all over again. And so at some point, when will you stop that pattern? When will you allow that person who took your power away years ago, when are you going to stop allowing them to continue to take that power away? Today is that day. This is it. It's the great day. It's a great, perfectly fine day to start saying, you know what? They have no power over me anymore because the guilt, the sadness, the resentment, the anger, the frustration, feeling like I deserved somebody to possibly hurt me, all of that can go away today. All of it can go away today because you are deciding that that's who you used to be and that's how you used to feel. And today is that day where you can begin to shift and yes, that's what we call it. It's a shift. It's a shift of energy. 
It's a shift of thought. It's a shift of emotions. It's a shift of your life. It's a shift of being better and different than you used to be. But it all comes with a choice. And you can choose you or you can choose all the experiences that brought you to a place where you have thought that you're not deserving and that you have thought you are not worthy of receiving all the greatness that is here for you right now. And when I'm talking, I promise each and every one of you out there, I have gone through this journey. I talk through experience. I talk because I'm passionate about helping other people find the way to this new purpose, to connect to this new energy, to this light, and to decide that the past is closed and that that door will never, ever open because that door doesn't even exist anymore. Because we can make it go away. That door can disappear with the power of your intentions to be better, to feel stronger, to connect to your true essence, and to know that you have all this greatness, that that door is just a door that you are choosing never to open again. And like I'm telling each and every one of you, my door disappeared. (laughs) There isn't a door anymore. I chose that's closed deleted and non-existent I didn't even want to take the key and put it away I just disappeared the door and so when I keep going back into the subject I want to keep going back into this chapter of guilt and as I continue to encourage each and every one of you out there that you deserve love and you deserve this joy and you deserve to have it all and that this greatness is here for you, all I'm asking is to take a few minutes each day of your day and just just do something nice for you. Just do something nice. If it means that you start writing in a little journal and you remind yourself, I love myself today because I went to work (laughs) to go make money and that's what you think is important, write it down. If it means that you write down something like, I love myself today because I hugged and I kissed my kids before they went to school, then write that down too. Even the little tiniest things that we take for granted are important. And little by little, you will choose to grow, to enjoy, to embrace, to manifest all the greatness that you deserve, that you truly deserve and are worthy of having in your lives today. And that living in the suffering and that living in the scarcity and that living in the sacrificial element that we chose we were going to do because we had this level of loyalty to our family, to our parents, to our loved ones. Remember, That if you ever were to go back and ask them, mom, dad, what did you want from me? What did you ever want from me? What did you want my life to become? All they will ever tell you is I wanted you, son or daughter, to be happy. That's it. And how you were going to do that was really going to be up to you. And so this is still part of an extension to your forgiveness letter. 
Okay, we spoke a little bit about that last week, and I'm encouraging each and every one of you to continue. Like I said, it wasn't something that you had to write from one day to the next. It could be just work in progress. It could be things that you want to continue to add on, and that maybe at the end of the 13 weeks that we have here together, you you might have a book. <laughs> it might be a great book. It'll be a uh, it'll be a bestseller because it's your life, and your life and your story is important to everybody. And so one of the things that I wanted to tap into when we're talking about the forgiveness letter is not to be so hard on yourselves, that when you write the forgiveness letter, that it's thorough, that you are reminding yourselves of all the greatness and goodness that you deserve. And maybe that's what you want to end the forgiveness letter with, is I love myself enough that I'm ready, willing, I'm worthy, deserving of being able to connect to this greatness, to the true essence of who I really am, not what I chose to become to make other people happy or unhappy, depending on who the other people are. And so with this, I want to be able to encourage each and every one of you that through the forgiveness process, that you begin to allow yourselves to feel where the different parts of your body begin to feel that sense of ease and peace. Where it is that you're feeling perhaps the physical symptoms that you're feeling today, perhaps some of the emotions that you feel have been stuck and entrapped, that little by little you begin to feel that that weight, that, that feeling of not feeling at your best, of feeling diseased, that all of that little by little is going to begin to just wash away. As you begin to peel away these emotions, the physical body is going to become healthier. The intentions, your thoughts are going to become clearer. Actually, your vision of, of what you want, your purpose, of all of that is going to be better because you are creating this new life that you have intended to create for yourselves. That if we go back... If you're all ultimately looking for what is the master goal here, it's to connect to greatness, is to be that best part of you that you can possibly be. Just like the best part of your kids is exactly what you would like them to be. And so I continue to encourage the power of the word. I continue to encourage the power of communication and language. Listen to the words. Listen to the precise words that you use when you talk to one of your kids. When you talk to somebody that you care about, listen to your advice and then say, okay, am I doing that for me? Well, if I'm not doing that for me, then I'm going to start doing that today. Because little by little, all the negative begins to wash away. All the doors of all the darkness begins to disappear. All of that goes away because you are intending that none of that has any power over you anymore because feeling empowered, feeling in control, feeling grounded, knowing that you have a higher purpose, that is going to be so much more enriching and so much more light for you to be able to connect to that the rest just begins to disappear. It begins to go away. And as much as you at some point even want to think about it, at some point you're going to forget completely that 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 ever happened to you or that even existed in your life, in your past. Because you're not giving it any intention. You're not giving any power to it. Your energy to connect to that will be completely shifted. And that's really what we do is what is it that you're intending? If you're intending to have chaos and tragedy, there's a door. 
But if the door no longer exists because you've disappeared that door, guess what? There is no momentum. There is no intention. There is no power to going back to tragedy and agony because it doesn't exist in your life. And I'm not being unrealistic. I understand that things happen that truly take us into a bad place. But unfortunately, like I spoke with all of you last week, and I'm bringing it up again today, when we're not feeling in a good place and something bad happens to us, it is so much worse and it is so much harder to be able to deal with it or to be able to con- to connect with something better or to manifest something better in the outcome because we shut down. Because we, we, we shift into such a bad place that the event becomes so much worse just because we started off being in a bad place. And so I'm inviting. This is an invitation. This is not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not asking anybody to do anything, that this is something that you have to, you must, or if you don't do this and something bad is going to happen. Absolutely not. This is an extension of an invitation. And I'm inviting each and every one of you to love yourselves enough, to love yourselves more than you used to. So you can give yourselves the opportunity to really connect to that greatness that resides within you. To be that person that you were, that true essence that you brought into this world when you came. And the reason why I'm so passionate and so purposeful about this is, again, I continue to reiterate how it's empowered me. How it has allowed me to be able to help so many people come to terms with this is not the life that I want. I want something better, Eileen. Help me through this. Walk me through. Coach me. Show me the way. And when they've decided that they're ready for this purpose and for this new journey, and they take on and they say, you know what? I'm ready to do this work. I'm ready to find my place in this universe to take me to that moment and that place of greatness. There's no turning back. There's no turning back. They don't even recall being in that bad place anymore because it feels so good being out of there that you don't want to go back. And like I said a little while ago, this is an invitation. I'm extending an invitation. You can reach me through my email address. You can reach me through the numbers at Voice America. You can go on my website, Famwell Healing. Dot com, or you can go to EileenNunez.com. Very accessible. A lot of information is out there. Write with questions. If you want to share your forgiveness letter, again, I'm inviting you. It's an invitation to send it forth, even if it's just to put it out in the universe and say, you know what, universe, I'm working on me. I want to be better. And I- I'm doing it. And whether it takes me a day, a month, a year, 10 years, I'm on that path. I will reach my purpose because I'm already there, because I'm already thinking that I want to be better. I want to be different. I want good experiences showing up in my life because I've already closed the door to the past. Actually, I closed it, sealed it, and deleted the door to the past. You all have the empowerment, the possibilities, the probabilities. You all have... The intention, you all have that true essence of greatness. All you need to do is apply it. And when you forget how to do that, remember the advice that you give to the loved ones. Remember the advice that you give to your kids. Remember what you wanted your mom and your dad or your grandparents to tell you when you were little. You know, a lot of times we're really good at that. 
a lot of times we can say, oh, I, you know, I just needed my mom to say this. I just needed dad or grandma to remind me. And they didn't. Or they forgot or they didn't know how or they weren't there. But you know what, everybody? You can now change that. Right. Right. Journal. It's great for you. It's such a healer. Just put it out there. Record. We all have phones and we have recorders. We, we can record information. Make a video of yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. What do you love so much about yourself that you don't want to change? You will never give up that aspect of you that you love so much. That is your true essence. For some people, it's just being nice. For others, it's other. It's just smiling. For others, and, and again, we minimize. We are very good at minimizing everybody. Because we don't want to sound conceited or we don't want to sound like, you know, we're all full of ourselves. Well, guess what? I'm giving you permission today to embrace all the greatness. And with that, and with that, absolutely, there is this opportunity you have that self-love comes from seeing all the greatness and all the, all the beautiful things that you bring into this world. We appreciate you tuning into the program this week. Please join Eileen Nunez for another edition of It's Absolutely All About You on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.